was a way to give show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Smart Marks. I am Mr. Richie Moon. And I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. And this is Kayfabe Avenue, and this is an AEW Dynamite review. And things, the show starts off like kind of like how it usually does with a crazy tag team match. And it started off with the Lucha Bros versus Jurassic Express. I mean, um, I personally think that the Lucha Bros should have won this match. Jurassic Express has been getting a lot of pushes, and I know that people like Jurassic Express, but Jurassic Express just lost to the Young Bucks. They said they needed this. They said they needed this win to bounce back. But Jurassic Express just had a tag team match against Kenny in Hangman like two weeks ago in Dynamite. So, I mean, they also facing uh, FTR next week in a non-title match, of course. Yeah. But you know, I think they made the Lucha Brothers lose. Because, you know, they're trying to push their story with Eddie Kingston indeed, indeed. and the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers. Which makes no sense. It kind of, it's... It, it, it's like, it's like... Yeah. I, I they're mean, just bunching a whole bunch of people because you're starting to get so inflated on one show that you don't yeah. have time to showcase everybody. So now you have to have stable. And it sucks for the Lucha Bros because I feel How like... How many signings have they had in the past couple weeks? They've had a lot. I feel like they were in line for a big push, but COVID happened and Pac being in... UK, I feel like Death Triangle was about to be like a big thing, but so you put him with, um, yeah, I don't want to Eddie say... Kingston and then what have them seem like they're trying to break up. I don't understand why. I don't if, if they was gonna throw they're bro- any... and they're brothers, they're beefing with each other instead of the rest of the group. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if you wanted to throw the Lucha Bros or anybody, you should have thrown them on um, Team Taz. If that's it. if you need if you want a mouthpiece for them, yeah, that's who you throw them. You throw them with Taz. I don't. I don't really. I don't think. Oh, you throw them with Archer. People are a little bit warm. Yo, that, oh my gosh. Lance Archer. The Lucha Bros. Lucha Oh, yeah. man. See? Yeah, but you know. Uh, the Death Archers. Uh, that would have been, I would have liked that. I, I think that would You know what been. the Death Archers sound like? What? The Archer of Infamy. The Archer of Infamy. No, that'll be the villain to the Archer of Infamy. But, um, but yeah, so Jurassic Express comes out with that. And like you said, next week they have a non-title match against FTR. If they win that non-title match, they get a title match against FTR. Next up, we had Matt Hardy. And he was addressing all the things from All Out. You know, the, 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 the big botch that happens. The scary botch that, thank goodness, that, he's okay. That he got a concussion. and Clearly. You know, he was teasing, like, you know, it was going to be like a retirement speech mm-hmm. and everything. But he did the quick swerve and uh, said that he's going to come back and go after a championship. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's so many angles for Matt Hardy to go to because he has so many different characters. I, but I think the, the promo that he cut last night, just Matt Hardy just being Matt Hardy is... A good I feel character like, all in itself. Like, he has so many avenues he can go to. I feel like the reason for that promo, besides um, telling people that he's taking time off, is Rabbi Hardy blew up all the information. Yeah, and she was I there. Feel like, I feel like he really did have a concussion. Because if you were okay, 
then why would you need time off? You feel me? So I feel like Rebby blew it up. They told her to chill out so that they don't fall bad on AEW. And then they killed the the the, the uh, rivalry because the fans, the fan backlash. AEW was completely unprofessional I mean, in, the, the, in that, that match. At that point, honestly, the rivalry actually did was actually getting really dangerous if you really think about it. Matt, he, Matt Hardy got busted open. Then he busted Sammy open. He, Sammy got a huge gash on the side of his head. Yeah. Then this happened. Honestly, I actually forgot about that. Lots, it, lots of receipts. Yeah. I think this, this kind of just really did need it. Like, these guys were actually hurting each other. This just needed to just end. And it did. You know, Matt Hardy will come back. Sammy will be fine, so it'll be all right. Matt, Matt I'm Hardy glad, okay at the end. I'm of the just day. glad at the end of that he said that he's gonna go for titles. Yeah, I can definitely see Matt Hardy going after the TN, the TNT Championship. You know what I'm saying? At minimum, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Maybe he can, maybe you team up. I think you know, in the future there might be a three men tag team. So him and Private Party for the three men trap. You know, there's a lot of possibilities. Either, the but Hardy Party. Next up, I don't want him with, with Private Party. Why not? What's wrong with the Hardy Party? He's like, the, he's like they're boring. You think Private Party's boring? Completely. Because there's no party right now. Yeah, there's no party right now. It's just boring. I think... I, I think it's the pandemic party. I think they're... I think they can... They need, like, skits and stuff like that. Because I think party. With, with Alan Page, well, they, they, funny. They, they tried to do it, but, you know, that this shit didn't really go off. It was boring. The thing they did the on B- BTE was the, crazy. The elite kicked them off BTE. How you kicked them off BTE? Because they boring. Nah, the, yo, that the ass... The storyline on BTE was crazy. That ass? The, 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 the young, ass. That ass. The uh, young bugs... Sorry, told for, them for you, you guys are not groups. getting no viewers like and that's when they cut them off BCE because the storyline they were doing was just kind of ridiculous like it was just like it stretched on for too long it was doing background there, yeah background that. wrestling it was do, it was doing too much but anyway next up we had Orange Cassidy in short they're boring versus Ann Helico and Orange Cassidy has really turned up since defeating Chris Jericho I think the only man in AEW to have two victories over Chris Jericho he's actually trying He's trying consistently, yeah. Because Chris Jericho has woken that side of him up, so I can definitely see Orange Cassidy going after the TNT Championship. There's a lot of contenders. For he's the not TNT just the orange juice; he's the whole orange. He's man. a whole damn. He's a whole effing orange. <laughs> and uh, this is kind of a glorified squash match in a way, you know. And, and Jericho got some got some offense in, but this is pretty much Orange Cassidy just putting the pulp on him. See yeah. what I did there? See what I did there? Uh, and, now, and also Santana Ortiz came after the match Indeed, indeed Beat down Orange Cassidy Best friends made the save mm-hmm. and everything So And next week We're gonna have a parking lot brawl And they were supposed to do that uh, weeks ago But COVID messed that up So I think now we're gonna see with With fans starting to come back a little bit with AEW They're gonna start to use some of the storylines That they had in the stash That they were gonna use before COVID So that's, that's cool to see and Next up one of the best segments of the night. I'm really excited about this. Uh, Kit Saban had had just kind of haphazardly said, you know, he was going to have a best man at his wedding, another wrestling wedding on Dynamite. And he said he was going to introduce the best man. And he was out with um, the beautiful Penelope Ford. And he had a couple of, yeah, Brian, flying Brian Pillman come out. He had the Puff come out. Was there somebody else? Was there somebody it else was, before? um, at first. I don't was, like how they treated uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I, I didn't like that either. I'm <coughs> hoping that leads to something. Hopefully that, hopefully AEW's good for that. They so made him look like a joke in that segment. Yeah, they, they really did. They did. and But AEW's kind of good for that. I hope they, that comes around. Like he, I mean, that, that I mean they're both, they both compete on dark, so we'll see if that turns into a dark view. That's I mean, yeah, but, 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 but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, but hold on. So he finally did bring out the best man. And the best man is the best man, Miro. 
And that's apparently not just like a silly thing that he's doing with Kip Sabian. That's like that's part of his name. The Q best the, the WWE marks and AEW haters. But all they do is pick up a, a former WWE star. Can, can I destroy that argument real quick? Can I? Can I just real quick? The entire NXT. Go watch. Go watch Evolve. Your entire roster is filled with former guys. Everybody's a former roster. Honestly, the only homegrown stars that WWE has is Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, and Velveteen Dream. And then in the midst. And on top of that, what do you expect these wrestlers to in the do? That's you, it. What do you expect homegrown. these What do you expect these wrestlers Morrison. to do? Retire and just connect unemployment? But John, but think about but John. John, John Morrison start, started in tough enough. But for the sake of this argument, you can say, oh, well, John Morrison's an impact guy. He became worldly, but exactly. is, Drew McIntyre is a WWE guy. He started his career there. But for the sake of this argument, you can say, well, <coughs> Drew McIntyre is a WCPW. He's a he's a he's an evolved guy. He's an impact guy. You know what I'm saying? Because they only brought him Technically back. Technically, is because he kicked ass on the independent scene. People you know need saying? to stop that shit. Please. Like, oh, he's from here. He's from there. No, Stupid. he worked they there, need, but they he's need to, they need to worry about the wrestling and not worry about the affiliations. Yeah, because yeah. every company does that. WWE, AEW, New. Every company from the beginning of wrestling has been doing this. This is nothing. It's because there's a slight audience that that thinks when they hear wrestling, they think WWE. So, yeah. you know, they have that the stupid view. But in a way, WWE's kind of completed their mission. That's what they, that's what they want you to think. When it, when they, when when WW, when you hear wrestling, WWE wants you to just think of them as opposed to we know there's a world, there's a universe of wrestling, not just the WWE universe. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. But anywho, next up we had Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss. Versus Machamayon and Jake Hager. And I want to start off by saying, Sonny Kiss brought the smoke in this match. Sonny Kiss was bringing the smoke to Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. And I like the fact that they're, even though they lost, they're, uh, Sonny Kiss is still looking strong. Because people might expect by the way that Sonny Kiss looks, that Sonny Kiss would be a pushover or easily just get smacked around. But Sonny Kiss definitely uh, brought the smoke in this match. Yeah, this was actually a good match from him. Um, Disqual- no, no DQ match. It wasn't, yeah, it was no DQ match. So Joey Janela was in his element. He was able to do, you know, what he likes to do as well as Russell. Um, personally, I think that Kiss and Janela should have got an upset win, like the most craziest upset, just to you know for for the storyline no. just a little bit. Hell no! Now with Jericho losing to Orange Cassidy, to lose to. Not so bad boy Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss right maybe, now. Maybe, maybe I will be down for that. Maybe if Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss got a bit more of a push, got some more wins on. That's Dynamite. what I said. Joey Janela is not even a bad boy in AEW right and, now. And Sonny Kiss gets like a roll up on Jake Hager. Like I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be cool I'll be cool with that. But they gotta push them just a little bit more. And that's and that's another thing I'm gonna call AEW on. Like you got Joey Janela who can do tons of hardcore stuff. Put him in situations. Where he can do cool hardcore stuff. You I know mean, what I'm he just did. But but at the, but at the same time, I I, I kind of defend. I kind of like AEW filters their their roster. They they have people that they focus on a little bit and then they take out. So I mean, they got like a lot of people they in, do. on the AEW they're roster. Too stacked. Even, they're even, too stacked. Even if even they even need if, they, at this point they need a second show. Even it feels even, like they're starting to hoard with for COVID. That. Even with COVID restricting half of their performers, they still have. Got a full show. Have a lot of wrestlers for like what? 
two hours of dynamite and then what two hours of dark if yeah. they put like 17 matches on it and they do be doing that sometimes <laughs> darkamania as i like to call it or darkamania the dark over oh speaking of dark um hobbs gotta win yeah hobbs gotta win Will's, well hobbs yeah gotta win. so hopefully more aw do that a little bit more man give give like uh, uh so that, D- mean, that that that's that's guaranteed that he's actually signed with the company yes Give these guys a little bit more, a little bit more of a push, so we can believe them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who who else is another guy that needs a win? Um, what's the name? Dean. Uh, oh, Dean, I know. You're Dean, the captain. Yeah, the captain. Yeah, give him a win. You know what I'm saying? Give these guys just a little bit of a, just a little bit. You know what I'm a saying? A little bit of a win. A little bit of a win. Give them a little bit of a rub. So you know what I'm saying? So the, so they can be a bit more believable. Uh, next up, we had John Moxley cutting a promo, and listen for all us, you know. John, wait, wait, wait! Before we move on, uh-huh. did Hobbs beat another jobber? Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? Listen, a win is a win. A win is a win. That was his first win in AEW. First win in AEW. They put they they were putting him over in commentary. We actually put him over on Dynamite in commentary. They were talking about his performance in the in the Battle Royale or the Casino Royale. So, uh, so yeah. Next up, John Moxley. Was out in the ring cutting a promo about MJF and All Out. Yeah, kind of doing a recap. And then he switches to Lance Archer because Lance Archer won the Casino Royale, so that means he has a, a AEW match. Um, probably in what in two weeks in Dynamite, maybe. Not that, it was. That, it was. Yeah, it is in like two weeks. Yeah, like yeah, two yeah. weeks or something. Yeah. So yeah, like two weeks. He has his uh World Championship shot. So you know. They wanted to hype that up, so... Yeah, because Full Gear's in November. One thing, you know, I know Moxie gets a lot of criticism, but one thing you can't criticize Moxie on his promo game. Moxie's promo game is A1. He's always A1. He always gets his point across. He, he always He's always believable. No matter how you feel about him in ring, his character. Because I first, I want, I'm ready for Moxie to drop the title. But his promo I'm, game... I'm ready for him to drop the, the IWGP US title to Kenta. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's gonna happen. But how does that's how that's gonna play out? Maybe, maybe it was like yo, New Japan has the has an American show with no title. How do you do that? Facts, facts. Nah, bro, I don't want Kenta nowhere near that title. But here's the thing, though, Kenta is trash. You can't say that. You can't say that. Yes, I can. Well, well, he he said it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I feel like oh they're going in order. I feel like I'm gonna say I, I don't know. I'm just not big on Kenta. Like all right, so next we I have, think I had uh, a lot of hype and and on Kenta and in WWE that failed and NXT that kind of didn't go nowhere, and then New Japan like it still hasn't went really well. Like he's, he's on leaps and bounds better in New Japan, but we'll I mean talk he just won Kenta the New Japan Cup. Cup. Yeah, I mean the, the not the New Japan Cup. The, the Summer Struggle Cup or something? Whatever it's uh, called. It has been a struggle for New Japan this year, if you ask me. But that's no, another conversation. It has been a struggle. Their yeah, storylines have been trash. Yeah. But let's talk about AEW. Where else about AEW? Next up, So, yeah. FTR and their tag team uh, championship victory celebrations. Yes. With Tully Blanchard and... Uh, you have the Dark Order on, on the ramp. On the I like ramp. that. I like how AEW we had does SCU. The small things we had that. SCU uh, around the ring. We had the the not the Lucha, uh, Jurassic Express. We had the public party um, out there. The pub, party. the quarantine party. Um, and who else was there? Was I think that's about it. <laughs> I think that was about it. They didn't and, have the entire. They didn't have the entire. Oh, and the Gun division. Club and the Gun Club. But 
Speaking of tag teams, we overlooked the little promo segment with um, the announcer trying to get the Young Bucks. Oh, Alex Marvez? Alex Marvez trying yes. to get the and Young Bucks interviewed. Kicking. They open the door and they super kick. So they've been pushing the storyline, the storylines tonight with, with the Elite. And um, well, outside of matches, they've had great, two great interview segments yeah. with Kenny and uh, Hangman. I and, was actually gonna mention that next. Yeah, one of them. And both, both, uh, both of them are on like opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that we're, we're gonna get to that right right after the XTR. Where I was actually gonna bring up. Thank you for that. But actually, yeah. actually, we, we can we can actually set we can we can actually set way into that. So you no, know, no, no, no. Let's, let's let's talk uh, about the Trashy celebration first. Yeah, because FTR was kind of so so right it. now. FTR, they're in the ring. They have a cake. You know, they have a table with all these goodies. Uh-huh. Tully's there. They got the championships and everything. And, Looks you know, they were saying that, you know, before they were in a company that didn't have a tag team as a priority, it's good to be in a, t- in a company that does. Another shot at WWE, whatever. Um, yo, heavy shots tonight. There was, he- there was heavy shots. Heavy. Um, yo, they had at least three to four shots at WWE tonight. Yeah. Miro, so, Miro definitely. Miro, yeah, definitely I didn't even mention that. Yeah, he hit, he hit them with the, the exact words he said was 10 years under a glass house. Brass ceiling. And yeah. trying to reach for those imaginary brass rings. And he said, shove those brass rings up your ass. like." Even though when he's being serious. And then. Yeah, I can't take him serious. I, I mean, but like, but but he's serious to the ring though. But like, he's such like a he's a likable guy. Like, you yeah. see him, he's just like he's so likable. People like, are just happy to see him now. Happy to see him. Happy to see Miro. Miro they Day. were chanting Miro Day. Miro Day. Instead Miro of Rusev Day. Is, it, is, it was Miro Day. Miro Day is a thing now. Miro Day is officially a, a thing now in the AEW universe. Give Miro a big, 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 big push, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, back back to the tag team celebration. Yes. So you know they're they're gloating and saying oh. That they're the best in the in the company. They uh they they said uh SCU, you know it it was good facing you. It was like a legendary match. Had it been twenty years ago, you probably would have won. Yeah, yo, he you was know, throwing straight, heavy shots at the, at the whole um division. The, and, and, and then and then he trashing the whole division. And then, and then he turned his attention to Billy Gunn and said, "Billy used to be a tag team legend, but don't think because you're a tag team legend, you have you got a shot at these tag team championships, which your shots not know that's kid." Sure. Just straight shitting coming, on them all. Coming from, coming from your crap voice, your second rate Hall of Fame. Are the Gun Club even? The, yeah. they, they compete on they, dark. They compete on dark. So oh, so I don't think but they're not. They're, they're not, not ranked. They're barely. Not ranked, they're not a ranked. Uh, yeah, they're not a ranked team. team. They're not a ranked team. Horrible. So, but then again, the Lucha Brothers aren't ranked either. Yeah. Currently, so. so. Horrible. Um, but now they're Chris Jericho and, and, and Jake Hager. That's why but they like, just I mean, started. It's a consistency. Yeah, that's what I'm they saying. started this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just a consistency of it. So, which, which I didn't like. I don't like the fact that Jericho's veering off to the tag team division. It doesn't make sense to me. He oh. want he just wants to you know reduce wrestling for himself you know he's getting old that's it yeah. he's getting a little bit of the old so then just fucking satisfy the fact that you have a a freaking championship rematch but in your back pocket but has AEW not gained our trust and let just stories play out and just see where it goes eh. not really really eh. nightmare collective um the initiative not being at all out I mean. As, that's my recent upset. Death Triangle. Pac is stuck in UK. I mean, but it's, just, it's, it's disappointing stories. And, um, um, but there's nothing they can do about that one. Yeah. Matt Hardy's story just had to literally get ended in this episode. I mean, 
mean, we all agree that that should have gotten it. It should have, but... Did it? Wait, right, did it? Because I feel like <laughs> they could have turned it, like, they could have really used you that. Literally, they should have used said it's over. Literally said the feud is over. No, I know, the feud is over. But they could have easily used that as a course to drift back into broken uh, brilliance. And not only that, the fans are back w- at a, at a, at a w- lower capacity, but they're back as far as AEW goes. I bet when Matt Hardy comes, when Matt Hardy comes, so does the WCU to AEW yep. on a more consistent basis. Especially thinking about you can hide a lot of things, do a lot of smoke and mirrors with. Like I said, I just I'm just happy he said he's going for the titles yes. soon. So well, let's get on to this next match. We had um Ty Conte versus the Beast Nala Rose. Poor Ty Conte just basically got fed to Nala Rose. Put the girl put all kinds of hands and feet on him. Yeah, just she took a page out of Nia Nia, yeah, Nia Jackson, but safely though, but safely though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, after the match, uh, Vicky Carrero cuts a promo. Excuse me. And uh, and then saying that. Excuse uh, me. Like that. And That's saying a, yeah. that That's that that Nyla is going to is gonna beat everybody up until Sheeta <coughs> came down, and which I thought should have been um, the Dark Order should have came out. You know, had Anate come make the save as he's still trying and to recruit and her. So, but anyways, at, you know, during uh, on Tay Conti's social media, it showed that after the match, um, she was limping and Dark Order came to recruit her, but then Anna J came by and, and it was like, oh, and they, and they had like, and they like reconciled and they moved close. It's like, and the Dark Order was like, we'll let you guys talk. We'll let you guys talk. Yeah. You know, get, given, 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 given Anna J like the, you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So and that was on. She's Tay recruiting Conti's women to the media. dark order. That's awesome. honestly, I didn't really like too much of the the match anyway. Um, it was I don't I don't, I don't I don't feel like they should have squashed Tay Conti like Facts. that. This is Facts. a this is a a, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt. I think she is. Yes. So real life, real life Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I think I I, I I think that she could beat be any woman's ass in that locker room. Let's they should have given it, her. Let's just keep it real. It should have been like I don't mind Nala Rose winning, but it should have been more of a competitive match. This was kind of like a glorified squash. You know what I'm saying? This should have definitely been a competitive match, even if it was only a short match. It still should have been a competitive. Short match. Nala Rose kind of just put the beats on that girl. And, you know, you need more strong women. You, the, the AEW woman division needs strong women competitors. You know what I'm saying? Clearly. We got them. Thunder Rosa and Eva Lee's. Yeah. We got to push them, though. We got to put them in more storylines. You know what I'm Which saying? Which is announced to be next week. next week for the NWA title. Yes. More of that. More of that. More. And, of and uh, as AJ alluded to earlier, we had two interviews. We had one from earlier in the show by Adam Hangman Page, and he's like very remorseful, saying he's sorry. He said that he fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you up. fucked up. You mm-hmm. fucked up. You, know, you fucked up. He was insecure. You're yeah. insecure. FTR said about him was right. And then later in the night, he said because FTR looks like looks like him. He felt like he could you know, fit in with them yeah. more, but, you know. And, and, you know, he and he was saying that he wanted to reconcile things with Kenny Omega and really wanted to give another run at it. And later in the night, JR sat down with Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega is usually very exaggerated, very over the top, but he was very just straight shooting, just, you know, very just... He was, on, he was on his Dominic Dickhead type, type promo. He was thing. like, listen, um, whatever Hangman got... In his head, thinking if we get to reconcile, like, squash that. 
about to clean sweep this whole Kenny, Kenny said what we this whole thinking. division. He said I was supposed to be the ace of the company. Yeah. Uh, so he's basically saying when he when he, Kenny's basically saying he's on the road for a singles or for for a singles run. He's gonna be the ace of the division, like everybody thinks that he should. I already think he still is. I still think Kenny Omega still is, but like Nah, he's, he's not the ace. He's definitely not the ace of the company Who right is? now. It's either Moxley or Cody. Cody. Facts. I think before Cody got injured, even Cody, Harper. I think Cody was. I think Cody was before, but I think as far as match quality, who has the oh, best matches? Oh, excuse me, not Harper. Brody Lee. We all know who has the best matches, though. Cody. I, I I think it was still Kenny and Hangman with them tag team matches. They were still having the best matches. To me, they had maybe two classics, in they run. Well, who? That, that them and the Young couple. Bucks. Uh huh. And um. Who else they fucking fought that? It was really good. Man, I don't know. I feel like they've had a good ones. It's with, been, I mean, with SCU. Is that their real, their title defense is like really young bucks, spaced out? Uh, they've had one. They've had, they've had, they've had good tag team matches with almost everybody. Private party, everybody. Yeah, but everybody. The, a classic, it, the, that Young Bucks match. The class, I feel like the one that they had with FTR was a classic, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, but I think know, it could have been better. But 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 listen, Kenny Omega is because I feel like the fact that that match had more exactly, and the storytelling was more against Hangman versus Kenny more so than them versus FTR. So FTR was kind of like the side story in the match. That ended up be- capitalizing. I feel like that was until halfway, until Kenny Omega. And, Bro, and they didn't even get to properly celebrate. The camera immediately cuts to Kenny Omega running out and and showing the storyline of them breaking up the lead and, and trying to turn the Young Bucks back. That's true. So it took, it, it like, FTR really was the side story. So I wouldn't consider that a classic for them. Now... If they were to do part two and it's really about them, but that we're not getting that. Yeah. It really was about um, the elite. Now, what I think happened with that was they took the titles of Hangman and Kenny because we had that match already. So FTR could defend against the Bucks and get yeah, into that. That's a get match. into that. That's a big match everybody wants to see. I think either by payback, I mean, payback. excuse me, what's the, excuse me, <laughs> what's it, what's it called? Full gear. Full gear. And, um... Or, uh... Revolution? Yeah, I think there's only one more pay-per-view for the rest of the year. Right, but I'm talking about as far as long-term storytelling. But, because I don't think... They're going to at least have a couple defenses before they drop. Obviously. But the Bucks, I think, are going to guarantee be the next champions. After FTR. Maybe. The way they build them. Probably. Because they already support... they They were... Close to winning before, then Heyman screwed them. Like they've really been fucked over for the titles. Who knows? But the, at the end, uh, Kenny Omega is back on a singles run, and he'll be going after an AEW title in the near future. We've he been, sh- he if anybody, if anybody's gonna yeah. drop, if Mox is gonna drop, I think it should be Kenny. It should be because I do like Archer. I do like Archer, but I'm not ready for him to be the champion. Yeah, I mean everybody dies. I'm ready for him to be in in that in that conversation. Yeah, but I'm not ready to see it on um, him. 
Not yet. Not yet. But in the main event for the night was the TNT Championship match was Dustin Rhodes versus Mr. Roddy Lee. And I thought this was a good match. My only issue with this match is Dustin Rhodes got too much offense. This yep. takes away from the I don't fight. feel like it was a good match, this, honestly. This takes it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't, like, great. No, no, it wasn't a great match. It wasn't a great match. I feel I, like I, it was just it. passable. Honestly, I, I got a little disinterested. I feel like it went on a little bit too long. Honestly, the way I would have booked it, this would have barely been a match at all. They would have, uh, I would have let, I'd have let some other matches linger on. This would have came at like nine fifty because this would have just been Mr. Brody Lee literally dominating, carrying Dustin out. So pissed off that like he got to win. You know what I'm saying? Like this would have just been. I feel like they've been sh- ever since he won the title. He they've been shaky, shaky on his booking. Yeah, a little bit. Because yeah, how you bit. how you win the title that dominant, dominant against somebody who's been defending week in week out. And then and have like a top of his game. And then have a ten minute match with the, I feel like he should have just dominated more of Dustin, honestly. I would have put the completely differently, but if you're gonna do the match, I feel like he should have just really dominated Dustin and got the I mean he got the clean win. He got the clean win, but I feel like Dustin just got too much offense and um, yeah. booked Mr. Brody Lee. I don't, I don't think I don't think Blue Dust should have got that much offense. Yeah. Either. You've been booking him super strong, keep him super strong, and that's the bottom line, because Mr. Richard will set so. Bam. Bam. But overall, what do you think? How do you think about the dynamite? What do you think about the episode? Dynamite? It was good. I think it was good. I like. I like the stories. The stories they built. I think I would rate it a million plus. No, nah, y'all did. No. <laughs> okay, Meltzer. A million, a million plus, as in viewers. The reason why I would. Uh, give, the reason viewers. why I would give it a four out of five. The it's like the first mil million views since like the first. Oh yeah, dynamite. they did do. Yeah, they, this is the first million they did since the first show that we did attend. K Fifth Avenue was at the first show. Facts. October second, Washington D.C. Which was gonna be in Madison Square Garden, what they said. But they changed it because you know of AJ Styles. You know, so this was like, hey, pal, there's not good shit. Do you know who was supposed to be there at the first show? Who was supposed to be in the circle? It was supposed to be the Good Brothers and AJ Styles. Eh, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I would have rather them be there, but they don't need to necessarily be in the circle. Like, let's not but say we did, you know? Like, <laughs> I wish they were, I wish they were there, but they didn't need to necessarily be in the circle. I like yeah. the circle because Santana Ortiz is getting exposed. Sammy Even though Gavara, I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, right. So tonight, Dynamite, Jericho announces he's going to for the tag division with Hager. Mm-hmm. Did you guys forget you got Pride and Powerful in your stable? Yeah, even they're freedom with the best friends right now. Friends Doesn't right matter. Now. They're the tag team of the stable. But this might be this might be Hager's the, the muscle, Jericho's the champ, and Sammy's the uh, the rising star. This, but this might also be the beginning of, of the little, end of a little deception. Mm-hmm. Might be a beginning dissension. of a little dissension. Might be. I don't, don't need dissension. Don't, I don't think we need any dissension. I think I think and the struggle's gonna break up because Jericho's gonna go on tour soon. I think Jericho is. I gonna think go. he needs to just say that. The sex gods are in uh in charge, and Sammy, being the Spanish god, is gonna take first command when Jericho's on tour. You know what I'm saying? Have proud and powerful go for the tight titles, and Hager's the muscle. We'll see. Hager, could, I could see Hager beating, um, Brody Lee. For the TNT title. I think it should be somebody else. I don't know who should be. I think it should be somebody just as big. I don't think we should have just as dominant. beat Brody Lee anytime soon. Yeah, no time soon. I'm not saying now, but I'm saying down the line. Yeah. 
Like, who would you see beating Brody Lee? Nero. I don't want Cody going back for that title. I don't want Cody going back for that title either. I just want him to be in a golf in a really good Then solo. again, like, is that clause still active that he can't go for the AEW champion? That champion? clause is still active. Still active. But uh, I feel like if Moxie is still champion when he comes back, he'll break that clause for Cody if there's like a... If somehow, some way, if they get involved in it, they can... Like, Cody gets number one ranked, you know what I'm saying? He's That's when like, Jericho comes up. Hell no. Word. I'm pulling my rematch clause. I'm rematch right now. I feel like before it's all said enough <laughs> for, for Jericho, he will be a two, he will retire a two-time AEW Le Champion. I feel like... A- I think he'll be the first double champion. What, the TNT? He might get a TNT champion? No, 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 no. Like, like Tag team. No, become the, the champion twice. Yeah, that's what he's just saying. Two-time champion. Yeah. Yeah. What have I become? Word. But with that being said, you now know that we can do this. So what do you guys think? I, th- I thought AEW was a four out of five because the storytelling, like what they do at the pay-per-views, they do a reset. Like this is the new storyline. Yeah, be that's exactly how I felt. Set up. This is that. Strong storylines being set up. So I feel like I give it four out of five. Miro is good. Well, they're I, entering the last quarter of yeah, the year. People so. are like, oh, he's doing a lower mid-card feud. Dude, Miro's going to be fine. I feel like he's going to be... AEW kind of has my trust. I'm not saying I 100% trust them. I don't like everything they do, but I I will AEW. I will sit back and let things nah, play out. I still think they ran out. a sloppy shot. Facts. The way they handled the Matt Hardy situation. Oh my gosh, let sloppy, it go. Let it go. Rebby was there. I'm not letting it go. How there. many WWE no, you know shots? What? You know what? You know why I'm letting it go? Because Rebby was there. You know why Rebby was there? So they could stop the backlash of the fans online. That are that are taking Rebby's words, well, and and her experience being his wife and and shitting on AEW, they use that as a show of well, show she, of face. Well, she shadowed him so much that she came to the show. God damn, that's his wife. She wanted to make sure you don't do no segments where you fighting, doing anything. She was watching him. Yeah. I heard Rebby scream all the way from North Carolina to New York. Oh, I was in North Carolina. All right. So no, then you no. heard it reverberate through space and time. Mm-hmm. The space time continuum, yes. But we can do this all day. Can we? Yes, we can. With that being said, focus, vision of the focus, where can they <laughs> see you at? They can see me on YouTube on Kayfabe Avenue, which we do this show sometimes on there. And then my game streaming channel, which is Stay Focus. Um, Excuse me, but... You're not allowed contractually to promote your Twitch on Kayfabe Avenue. I don't have Twitch. So, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> or I your do, YouTube. But I have, or a, I have YouTube, a Patreon. Uh, support my Patreon. We're going to have to renegotiate the contract. <laughs> I thought it was a third party affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> Kayfabe of the AJ. Where can they find you in the multiverse of the internet? At Kayfabe underscore AJ on Instagram. Uh, yeah, so they can find me at Mr. Richie Moon on YouTube and all podcasts available on all platforms and Facebook, The Richie Moon Show. And you can find me at Kayfabe Avenue on Facebook. You can find me at Kayfabe Avenue on the YouTube and all podcasts, all available. Like, share, and subscribe. And if you enjoy the show, please donate uh, on the Anchor main page at Kayfabe Avenue. And we'll provide more content, as always. Indeed. So, with that being said... Over. With that being said, I am Mr. Richie Moon. That was KFA AJ. That was KFA Focus. This has been an AA... 
AEW Dynamite Review. Kenny, take us home. Bye. <laughs> and good night. Bye.